On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're talking all about Facebook pixels. I'm sure you've heard of them, but if you don't know what they are, we're going to dive into that, give you all the info you need. What is a Facebook pixel and how can you use it as a real estate agent or a loan officer? And we're bringing on a guest, my good friend, Jason Frazier, aka the real estate CIO, and we no doubt give each other all sorts of shit. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 13 of the Massive Agent Podcast. My name is Dustin Brome. I am your host. I'm a realtor in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm the founder of Search Salt Lake and saltlakeinsider.com. I'm also a co-founder of the Snappack Live real estate group on Facebook with our guest, Jason Frazier. He's one of the people who we started the group together. It's hands down one of the best Facebook groups out there for realtors and loan officers. And I've also, as I mentioned on the last episode, I'm the founder of the brand new Massive Agent Society, which launches officially on April 1st. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about that today. But thanks so much for tuning in. If you guys haven't yet, please subscribe to the show. That way, every time a new episode's released, it'll be delivered to you automatically the moment we release it. And if you really want to be amazing, if you really want to be awesome, go leave us a quick review or a rating on iTunes. If you leave a rating, it honestly takes like two seconds. You just go on there, click the number of stars. That's it. You don't have to leave a review. It's all helpful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Now, on today's massive Q&A, the question comes from Giuseppe Battista in Bloomingdale, Illinois. He asks a great question. I'm sure a lot of you have wondered this. Giuseppe asks, how often have you reduced your commission to get a deal done? And what other options do you look for before you have to reduce, if you reduce at all? That's a great question. I'll answer that at the end of the show today. Now, our our massive agent podcast website is up. We're going to start having show notes on there. Uh, the last episode, episode 12, I got some show notes done. So this this episode here on Facebook Pixels, there's going to be a lot of details. And so you're going to want to go check out the website, massiveagentpodcast.com. Look at the show notes. It's going to have links to different products and services that we uh, that we mentioned. But definitely, guys, if, if you're a fan of the show, start utilizing the podcast website more. I'm going to continue to bring more show notes, more relevant links just to make it easier for you guys that are listening. So massiveagentpodcast.com is live. Enjoy. Now, really quick, um, I'm bringing on Jason Frazier. He's the CIO of Mason McDuffie Mortgage. Uh, He's the the chief information officer. Jason's a co-founder of the Snappack Live Facebook group with myself and with Chelsea Pites, Shannon Milligan, and Bucky Beeman. You know, we actually met on Snapchat a few years ago and, you know, fast forward to now, he's one of my best friends on the planet. I love this. I love this guy. He's incredibly, incredibly smart, not just with, with marketing, but with business, with technology, like he's a very, very smart guy. So I wanted him on today to talk about the Facebook pixel and, and how you can use them. It can be a very complicated topic, but Frazier does a great job of, of, you know, kind of breaking it down to what you can do right now, even if hearing about the pixel, even if you don't even know there is such thing as a Facebook pixel, uh, if you're hearing it for the first time, he's going to give you some, some basic, simple things you can implement right now. That's going to actually help you. So here is the interview that I've been promising with the real estate CIO, Jason Frazier. 
All right, what's up, everybody? I'm sitting here with Jason Frazier, the real estate CIO, and we're talking about Facebook pixels today. It's going to get deep. It's going to get real, hopefully not real confusing. So, Frazier, that's uh, that's my way of saying you got to keep it low level, my friend. <laughs> I'll try it, man. I'll, yeah. I'll pretend like I'm just talking. Well, I am just talking to you. I'll just pretend that I'm trying to explain <laughs> something to you, and I think it'll work out just fine. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Love it. Singer. Love it. So, <laughs> Frazier, before we get into it and continue to rip each other, as I'm sure we will, we can promise <laughs> that for damn sure. Uh, yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself real quick, let everyone know uh, who you are, what you do, and uh, then we'll roll into the Facebook pixels and how a real estate professional can use it to get more leads. Gotcha. Well, first, let me say thank you for having me on the Massive Agent Podcast. Uh, love what you're doing here with it. Love seeing all the attention and uh, honestly talking with some of the agents that have stumbled uh, across your podcast and what value they're getting out of it. Um, so I'm just excited to be here. Sure. Obviously, you know, we're friends, so even even better. Um, but I'm Jason Frazier, also known as uh, the real estate CIO. I am the chief information officer and chief strategist for Mesa McDuffie Mortgage here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, and I'm also the founder of the Agent Marketer, which is a uh, end-to-end marketing coaching and training program that I'm doing with my or our good friend, uh, Chelsea Pites. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit more about what the Agent Marketer is because uh, is that launched yet or when is the official launch of that? So we officially launched in beta on the 15th, and then this Friday is actually when we're going to open it up to the general public. So uh, we already had some uh, some uh, really good uh, people come into the community so far already getting – because we really wanted to see how the content was going to be absorbed by people because it is a lot of stuff. Uh, but at the same time, we, we made bite-sized training videos for everybody so they could follow along. And so far, it's hitting what we've wanted to hit. And the value's been there. And so we're going to open it up to the general public on Friday. Uh, we'll have a lot more content. Right now, our biggest thing is called the Facebook formula. And so we're uh, we're just seeing a lot of good interaction with that. And we're excited to launch fully on Friday. Awesome. So that would be Friday the 23rd. This podcast is, is coming out the morning of Thursday the 22nd. So if you're hearing this on Thursday, that means the Agent Marketer launches the following day. So that's cool. We'll, and we'll get into a little bit more of that later. Let Fraser continue his shameless sales pitch of... <laughs> Shameless, right? www. What he doesn't know is I'm charging him 500 bucks a minute for uh, for these yeah. sales pitches. So yeah, I'm only charging. Yeah, and, I, and this this podcast is only costing you at what? What would we agree on? 750. So I mean, you're getting off cheap, man. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right, my friend. Since we could bullshit for hours, yep, and yep. we do. Uh, yep. Let's talk about the Facebook Pixel. So, uh, so many people out there they've they've heard of the Pixel, but don't have a clue what it is. And it can it, you can make it complicated. You yep. know that there's a lot of advanced things you can do with the Pixel. But let's yep. start with just the basics for somebody who hasn't even heard of the Facebook Pixel. What is it? So yeah, it in very very simple is uh, the Facebook Pixel is a snippet of code, and code is all those little uh, you know. Uh, numbers and letters that nobody understands what it says is basically a snippet of code that you plug into your website. You could do it in WordSpace and Wix, uh, in uh, Squarespace. Um, did I say WordSpace or WordPress, but, uh, either way, WordPress, there probably is a um, WordSpace. Yeah. WordSpace. Yeah. Let's make one, uh, WordPress, Wix and, um, Squarespace. 
and uh, it's you basically put it on the website. And what that does is it allows Facebook to track the people that visit that site or landing page. And then it allows you to build an audience based off of those people so you could remarket to them. Nice. So how do you get the pixel up and running? Okay. So basically you go into your ads manager and, and, and then when you're in ads manager, there's a selection that you, it's what we call the little hamburger icon. You guys have probably seen it in a million different sites. It's the three, you know, the three uh, horizontal lines on top of each other. You click on that and then you have an, an opportunity to go into pixels. And then there it's very self-explanatory. You just click on the, the setup button and that allows you to grab and copy the code and then once you do that, then then you just basically go to whatever your provider is. If it's WordPress, uh, WordPress has very simple ex- instructions on how to install the pixel code. You could find a million and one things, uh, videos and, and how-to tutorials on on Google on how to do this stuff. Um, uh, Squ- Squarespace and Wix make it really easy where it actually has a pixel part in the in the design of the uh, the site to where you just plug in your pixel code. And then that and then that puts the code across all the pages of your site. Um, just super simple. And then uh, and then you just, you know, save and republish your site and it's ready to go. Nice. And that's just that's code that they install one time. So yep. once it's once it's installed, you're good. Yep. And um, now a, a lot of realtors and loan officers out there, they they use other services for their website, like an easy agent pro Sierra real estate webmasters, whatever. So if you have somebody doing your website for you, um, you could just send them your code. You just have to do what Fraser said, go in and get the code, send it to whoever's doing your site. Like for me, it's easy agent pro. Um, There's a place for me to to paste it in the back end, or you could just send the code to support, let them handle it. Yeah, and I'm going to say this right now, and, and, no, and no offense to any other uh, website vendor on there. I know Easy Agent Pro makes it really easy to do, but if you if where you're doing your uh, website, your hosting right now, if you're using like a Sierra and whatever, and they don't offer an opportunity to put a Facebook pixel in there, leave them right now and find one that does. Seriously, and get with the yes. damn times. Yes, because yeah. that's that's just ridiculous. It really is. It, it, yeah. It was ridiculous a year ago. So now it's exactly it's much now it's worse. really ridiculous. Now <laughs> exactly. it's ludicrous. We're it's ludicrous speed on this one. Ludic- ludicrous mode on the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> so Frazier, all right. So they yeah. get the Pixel in- installed. They have the code on there, and now it's yep. actively tracking visitors and the actions yep. they take. Correct. Correct. And so, and and here's where people get tripped up. They're like, well, I'm not ready to do anything yet. And, and, you know, to, to, to create custom audiences, to do all the, you know, the complex, you know, uh, diagramming and and flow charting on the back end. Don't worry about that. Just install the pixel because you want them to start tracking that data because um, by, by default, it's going to track for 30 days, um, all the visitors to that site, but you could go up to as, as long as 180 to get 180 days. So just put the pixel on there just to have it. Even if you're not ready to do any remarketing, if you don't know what you're going to do with it, just install the pixel because you want to start tracking those people right now. And then also, uh, also people get tripped up. The pixel will only track people that are on Facebook, right? So if the person does not have a Facebook account, then it's not going, you're not gonna be able to reach them on Facebook anyway. It's not, it's not like the normal, what we've all heard about cookies. It's not, it's not that so that it's going to track them across all their websites. It's just for Facebook. Nice. Now, if they don't have a Facebook account, like you want to know who that person is and like cross the street, you know, if they're coming at you, that's yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who doesn't have a Facebook account? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, not really. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not really. You're weird <laughs> if you don't have a Facebook. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So, yep. so once you have that, that code active, it's tracking people. Uh, and yep. like you said, even if you're not going to use it for a while, get it installed. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's going to start tracking people who visit your website. If yep. you're, if you have landing pages with lead pages or whatever, you can install yep. your pixel code there too. Yeah. So just start thinking about, about that because you want to know who's on your website. You want to know who's visiting Yep. because then you can target them with other things later. Now, Fraser, what's the simple way that mo- that the average realtor or loan officer, once their pixels installed, how can they then use that to get more leads? Okay, so I'll just give a just a real easy scenario, um, and just you know, again, everyone's going to have their own like you know landing pages. Like for example, Easy Agent Pro's got their landing and their squeeze pages. So there's so many different ways you could do this, but I'm just going to break it down to real simple flow from beginning to end using everyone using a landing page. Now you could build a landing page in Wix and Squarespace, WordPress, wherever. But let, let's just just you know, uh, you mentioned lead pages. There's Unbounce. There's so many different you know vendors out there. But let's just all pretend everyone just has a landing page, let's say WordPress, and, and that's where you're starting, right? Okay, so you um, you do a pixel, you install it onto your landing page, okay? And then what you're gonna do is decide what is, you know, what is your focus on that landing page? So let's take, I think this will, you know, hit both audiences above both agents and loan officers, let's say first time home buyer programs, right? Because you and I both know that we, you know, you know, we get into the habit because of internet and social media, because of all this information is available that everybody assumes that buyers are educated knowing, you know, like what they need to get a mortgage and whatnot. It would surprise you because it surprises everyone whenever I mention this, that, you know, um, just recently in this uh, home hunt group, which, you know, has listings and rentals in there and it's, it's a community group. People still assume you need 20% down. People still assume that you need perfect credit. And a lot of these people don't even enter the market because they don't have perfect credit and because they don't have 20% down. So let's say you're going to be educating on first-time home buyers with some sort of down pay, payment assistance or, or just programs where you only need 3% or, or whatever it is. Um, you're doing a first-time home buyer campaign, right? So you have your landing page. You have the pixel installed. Okay, and then within Facebook in the ads manager, you want to create an audience based off of the people that visit that landing page. So you would go into the ads manager and you basically put the URL in of the um, which is the web address of the landing page and say track everybody that goes to this page for 180 days and create an audience called first time homebuyers. Boom. That's it. So you've done the back end piece of it. Right. And so that's a custom audience, correct? Correct, a custom audience. Okay. And then what you're going to do is on the front end is design an ad, right? Or an, a Facebook lead form, which I know you've talked about and, and that you you know have great success with. But you do an ad on the front end saying, hey, check out this first time home buyer information. And so what they would do is see that ad on Facebook, fill out the lead form or, or not, or just have it automatically forward them to that landing page where you have lead capture on there. The cool thing is because so many people hate forced registration, so many consumers hate having to do leads. You could either do the lead ad in Facebook to make it super simple for them, then send them to the landing page, or because you have the pixel installed already, you're already tracking them, so you don't really need to do the forced registration, and you make it you know, a, just a seamless experience for them to get the information. Um, so they click on the ad, they go to the landing page. If you've done the lead ad, you're already, you already got their name and their email, possibly their phone number. It's really up to you. 
Or on the landing page, you have another form like, hey, fill in this information and download my free ebook on first time home buyer, you know, first time home buyer education, or you have a video on the landing page. But that that's the beginning, right? So you do the ad, they go to the landing page. Now, what you have is you have the you have the beginnings of a marketing funnel. So you have the people, they've responded to your initial ad, they've gone to your landing page, they may or may have not filled out the lead form. But either way, you're tracking them through the pixel. So now what you could do is what we call the middle of the funnel or the expansion piece of your remarketing. And then they, you deliver another ad. So it's it's something that's more first-time home buyer related. So because you know if they've, if they've actually visited the landing page, then if they've taken the time to respond to your ad on Facebook, they've actually visited the landing page. So it's like, look, they're interested, right? They're curious at least. So now you could do another ad within Facebook, what we call a retargeting or a remarketing ad on Facebook, and you deliver it to that cost, that custom audience that was tracked from your landing page, from that pixel. So now you do, uh, you know, like I said, the middle of the funnel, right? And so it's another ad that that's more first-time homebuyer information, or hey, call me for to discuss this, or you know, whatever it is, whatever your call to action is on that ad, and then you get them to go, um, you know, to to another landing page, to another site. Just please, 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 do not keep sending them to the same landing page. Sending them, send them to another landing page or another form or some other, you know, workflow that you've done out. Now the cool thing about this is then you could create another audience on that landing page, right? So then you have that that basically that middle of the funnel custom audience. And so that anybody that goes to that second landing page, then you know that you have them, right? You know that you have their interest, you have their attention, and then you could send them another ad to close them, right? And so that's how you, that's how you simply use a pixel to just track people. And I know it sounds like a lot of steps, guys, but it really isn't. It really is super simple once you understand. Basically, just think about this. Think about you're entering a room with three tables, right? The beginning table they're interested in something. So you send them to the second table and people are recording the information, right? And so it's like, if I want to keep getting them to go to a table to table, I'm just recording the information. The people that are interested are there. So you go and deliver that second message to get them to go to that second table, right? And if those people are interested, then you give them that third message to get them to that third table, right? The people that aren't interested, just go to the side. You could still remarket to them. Maybe they go, maybe they don't, but you're basically trying to get people in a big room to move from table to table with that third table being the close. That's a great analogy with the tables. Um, that's a great way to put it because once you once you start getting into custom audiences, you're going to realize how many different custom audiences you yes. can and should set up. Like I, I must have forty of them or something like that, and because there's so many different things you can do. It, now, if you don't have a website, um, yep. you know there's still ways you can use the pixel. Um, I just thought of this as you were talking, and then we'll get back to some of the things you mentioned, but. Uh, you know, if you don't own the website, you know, you can't put a pixel on it. Like you can't install the pixel on your Instagram profile because that's Correct. Instagram. Yeah. How, <laughs> yeah. However, there is a way to, inst- to track people who click the link on your Instagram profile using uh, Linktree. We, we mentioned Linktree on both of my Instagram episodes. I think that was episode 10 and 11. Uh, Linktree is, it's an option um, for it creates one link, they click that, and then you can have multiple links to go to an article, a video, a website, your Twitter profile, whatever. But with uh, Linktree Pro, and I, I think it's seven bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, that mm-hmm. lets you use the pixel to then target people who click the link in your Instagram profile. 
So that's kind of cool. And there's other services out there like that. Um, But how, and I also, I'm glad you mentioned this too, Frazier. When you, when you have your, your pixel installed and you create a custom audience, you're tracking people. So you don't always have to capture their information. You don't always have to get their email address. Yep. Okay. Once they're tracked in that custom audience, and let me, let me give you a specific example of one of the ways I use customs. So on my website, I have a home value request page. So mm-hmm. I created a custom audience for anyone who visits that specific URL, Yeah. whether they submit their info or not, because if they visit that, they're interested in knowing how much their home's worth. Otherwise yep. they wouldn't be there. So it adds them to the custom audience and then I can run specific ads. Maybe it's a video, maybe it's a, you know, whatever, but I can, I can target a specific ad to somebody who has interest in knowing how much their home is worth. Yep. I don't need to know their email address. I don't have to put them on a drip campaign. You can create these drip campaigns using a series of custom audiences, like Fraser was saying with the, with the three tables, you can create yep. a series of them, which is like a drip campaign of Facebook ads. And you never have to mm-hmm. ask them to opt in. It's super yep. powerful stuff. Yep, absolutely. Cause people don't want to do that. Right. And I mean, some will, right. If they really want the info, they'll do it, which is even for you. But at the same time is this, is that you don't want to turn off the people they don't because the information is available out there anyway for free and that you don't have to do forced registration or anything. So don't turn those people off. Just track the ones that you can so you could remarket to them later. But the, the one thing I want to hit home with everything that I explained, yes, it sounds complex and, and, and Dustin's right. You could really get deep with this and into the weeds. Like we, that's just the basics that we're covering. You, you guys could really get crazy with this stuff um, as Dustin does, as I do. You could really get crazy into retargeting and remarketing. But the one thing that I want to hit home is that everything I explained to you, like people are spending like $1,500, $2,000 on these. And again, nothing against these vendors. They, they absolutely serve a purpose and they do provide value. Um, but if we, you know, you know, but you know, the ones that are like $1,500 a month and all this other stuff, you could build a landing page in Wix in Squarespace. You could, you do that for 14 bucks a month. Your ad spend is whatever your ad spend is. And then, um, there's, uh, uh, free, uh, Facebook lead ad form, uh, email, uh, emailers so that, you know, if someone fills out a Facebook lead ad form, it will email you the contact. You could do all these things for less than a hundred bucks a month that you're paying these, uh, you know, these vendors and stuff, $1,500 a month to do. So you could take full control over doing this stuff. And so I don't want everyone to think like, oh, well, that's really complex. That's one thing. But then they think, okay, well, I'm paying 500 bucks or a thousand bucks for people to do this. And again, if you don't have time, you know, there's that piece of it. If you just want someone to handle for you, you don't want to worry about it. That's fine. But I will leave you with this, this one, this one important nugget that people fail to mention that if you don't believe that the data of your clients and that the data that you're getting from all your past clients, if you don't think that's valuable to you, then you're not going to last in this business. Your, your database is your bank. That is where you're going to get all your referral traffic from. That's, I mean, that's just what it is. And so when you use these other services, like it's their pixel, it's their ad manager, it's their, you don't get access to that data. So if you decide that you don't want to pay them that amount anymore, all that goes away. You don't have any of the data, any of the metrics, any of the analytics to really do a good marketing plan off of. So when you do this and you have control, if you're listening to Dustin's podcast and all the tools and things that he's giving you, um, doing this stuff yourself, 
gives you full control over your marketing and your data. And that, if you don't understand how important data is, just looking at with all the, 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 the chat about, you know, um, all the election and everything, if you don't understand how important data is for sales and, and, and experience going forward, uh, you're really missing the boat. Absolutely. It, I mean, the email list is still a big deal, you know, like yep. it, it, it's not like it doesn't work anymore, but there's just a new way of doing things, you know, and, and using a pixel and, and using tracking code and, and retargeting people without them ever having to opt in, which, which like you said, most people don't do people, people will. And that's how we get so many leads through Facebook ads and, and everything. But imagine all the people who, who will never opt into a form. You can still get your ads in front of them using, yep. using the tracking code and using custom yep. audiences. It's, it's amazing. Yep. Uh, you can absolutely go way down the rabbit hole on this stuff. It gets very complex. You can do basically drip campaigns of Facebook ads, you know, using a string of custom audiences. That's advanced stuff. That's stuff that, that you guys teach that in the agent marketer. And, and that's stuff that members of the, the massive agent society, we're going to be teaching how to do that stuff as well. Um, but if you're, if you're new to this, if you're just hearing about pixels for the first time, don't worry about all that advanced stuff. Like you can learn that later on. And yeah. I, I think you'd agree it is worth learning if you really want to just dominate with Facebook ads, but you don't have to right now. Just get the pixel set up, just start yeah. tracking visitors to your site and you know, you, you, you get the code installed once it tracks people forever. Uh, go create a custom audience, just, just one custom audience of website visitors yeah. and do one for the last 30 days, do one for the last 180. Cause I, I believe it's 180. That's the max. Yeah. And, and just then set it and forget it, just let them yep. track. And then when you do learn more about retargeting and you do learn more about how to, uh, you know, do a series of Facebook ads, then at least you already have those custom audiences populated with people and you can do whatever you want. Um, then it's just a matter of learning how to do it through the agent marketer, through the massive agent society, through YouTube, whatever you want to do to teach you. Uh, but it's absolutely worth learning. Yeah, absolutely. And then the one thing that I will, um, that a lot of people get confused on is the pixel is that the Facebook pixel will only track from when it's installed. So it's not retroactive. So it, even though it says 180 days, it's not going to go back from before you install the pixel. Right. And so that's from, it's going to track from when you install the, that's why, you know, in the beginning we talked about, it's important just to install that pixel, just to have it. Let's just have that pixel done. And then once you do, um, then then you'll, you'll start tracking people. But it's not retroactive. Nice. I'm glad you mentioned that. Good point. Cool. Is there any other little tidbits, anything people should know that uh, about the Pixel, about you know, basic basic custom audiences that we didn't mention? I, I think we did a pretty damn good job of of covering everything they need to know for now. Yeah. So um, I, I guess what I would say is that what we're talking there's 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 a lot of different things you could do with the pixel. We're just talking about the standard installation, which is which which is referred to as the page view. And so it's basically people that go to your site and then that's tracking and that's it. And that's really what you want to start with. I can't stress the importance of what Dustin said is just start small with a pixel. A lot of people like to go guns a blazons, uh, you know, a blazing. But that's the the problem is is that you will get into the weeds so quick and you will have no idea what you know what turn you took. What you'll be in that corn maze right during Halloween and you're gonna be you you'll get frustrated, you get overwhelmed, and then you'll just throw up your hands and be like, you know, I'm done. I'm not doing it. Just start small with the pixel. Take a you know little bite-sized chunks of learning about the pixel and how it works. And a lot of people get you know when you start talking about code, people start 
guys, you got to understand, like they, they have made this stuff so simple for people to do. And, and again, I know it's easy for Dustin and I to say that, but like, look, when I, you know, my background in tech so you know i'm used to this stuff but like you know other agents and things like you'd be surprised it's just you know that it's it's that change and they're and they're just it's that afraid you know being afraid of how to do that stuff um and so they they don't really take the time to learn it but but you know dustin will tell you it's not it's not rocket science like we're not changing the world here it's it's super simple stuff but dustin will also tell you as will i start small and take baby steps and because and take take a couple weeks to learn just the very basic of pixels um it's something we cover in the agent marketer something that you'll learn about on the podcast and 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 dustin's massive agent society um it's 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 just it's it's easy to get into the weeds with these things just start small you'll get there and and also understand guess what a lot of your competition isn't going to take the time to do this stuff and if you're looking to get ahead and and yeah and in this market you want to um, do these things. You execute on what you're hearing in this podcast, what you hear, you know, with with what Chelsea talks about, with what I talk about, and then what we are what we're doing in the Snap Pack and all all the thought leaders we have in the Snap Pack as well. If you just take the time and, and see what these people are doing and just replicate it and make it work for you, it, dude, so much of the competition is not doing this stuff. You guys are really missing an opportunity to take ahead because it's not always going to be like this. That's right. And things are changing so fast. It's it's crazy. And honestly, I think Google is going to emerge as I was listening to a podcast the other day about all the different types of ads you can run through Google, YouTube, Gmail, yep. all the different yep. types of AdWords. And I'm like, oh, my God, if Google does a good job of getting that message out there, all yep. of a sudden Facebook ads is just going to it's not going to be Facebook ads number one and Google a distant number two. They're going to be yep. both very, very viable options. So, you know, just just pay attention. Just pay attention and know that your your competition isn't. And you mentioned some of those other services where agents are paying, you know, twelve hundred a month, fifteen hundred a month, and more. Boomtown, right? And and yep. Ylopo and a few others. Yep. Um, those are great. You know, if you want to outsource having this stuff done for you. But guess what? Guess what? Boomtown does. They're just doing the same stuff Fraser and I just described. And usually it's not even as advanced as we just described. Like they'll just run some Facebook ads, target it to homeowners in your city, bing, bang, boom. That's it. You're just paying them to outsource it. And yeah, it brings in leads. But what if you did it yourself? What if you just took the time to learn how to do that yourself and to do it better and more targeted? I mean, you could do it for a fraction of the cost. You just have to learn how to do it. Take the time, but start with installing the Pixel create your first custom audience of all website visitors to your site. Yeah. And then just keep, keep learning. Just keep the learning process going. That's it. That's it. Super right. simple. That's it. That's it guys. Just, you know, that's just, it. you're done. Yeah. That's it. Last episode of the podcast. We're done. Yeah. You can turn your laptop off and head home. Peace. <laughs> Slam that lid shut and let's go. <laughs> Woo. Cool. Fraser, thank you. Uh, Jason is not only is is he an amazing friend and amazing person, but he's wicked smart, wicked smart. That's a shout out to TJ Kelly in Boston. Hope he remembered where to where he parked his car. But anyways, <laughs> enough of my shitty impressions of Boston accents. <laughs> You're gonna have millions of Bostonians coming at coming after you for that one. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna stone me for sure. But, yeah, they're like worst accent ever. But you know what, Bostonians, I heard you guys were rugged and tough, you know? Am I wrong? Maybe you're a little sensitive. Except for TJ. 
Well, there's TJ, but that's another. That's <laughs> yeah, a whole other. That's a whole other podcast. So, uh, <laughs> woo. <laughs> yeah. Not only is Fraser, you know, he's he's very smart. He has a lot of experience in in different industries, and he, and he's he knows what he's talking about, and he knows marketing. So it it's great to have you on the show today, Fraser. It's great to get your insight, and I think this is going to be a very very valuable episode for a lot of people. I, yeah, I, I I thank you very much for for having me on and all those kind words. Uh, you know, and I'm not who am I to argue with? You know, someone as smart as you, you know, saying all that stuff. I'm I'm not one to argue. But I, <laughs> I, I but really, guys, just to leave with this last note. Um, you know, take take in all the stuff you're going to be learning. This is free, right? This is all free stuff that you're getting from Dustin. So take it all in, use it, and um, go out and crush crush the shit out of it. How about that? Absolutely. Yeah, let's get that hashtag trending somewhere. Yep, crush it. Yep. Crush the shit. Crush, crush the shit. It. Yep. <laughs> right on. Thanks, Frazier. Uh, I will talk to you soon. And guys, remember the agent marketer. Uh, what is it? Theagentmarketer.com, right? Yep. Theagentmarketer.com. Nice. That launches tomorrow, which is Friday. Uh, let's see. What is it? Yeah, the 23rd. 23rd of March. Yep. Awesome. Best of luck with that, my friend. I know you guys, you and Chelsea Pites, who is an amazing marketer in, in her own world, in her own right, you guys are going to deliver a ton of amazing content. Um, and it, it's really just a different thing than what I'm doing with the Massive Agent Society. So if, if you guys are listening and you're like, oh my God, like they're both offering things, they're different. Yeah. So so go check out their website, see what they're doing and what they offer. Maybe that aligns with you more. Maybe you know the Massive Agent Society is more up your alley in what you're trying to do. Just, you know, you have options. You have a lot of great options out there. And, you know, if yeah. you want to, you could always just YouTube stuff and and learn yeah. by doing, you know, that's mostly what I did. So And what I did. Yep. It's not <laughs> yeah. a bad option either. So yeah. awesome Fraser. Thanks so much, man. Thank you, bud. You bet. Well, that was an amazing interview. There was all sorts of great information given out. If you're confused, like if if some of that went over your head, I get it. I apologize. Maybe go back and listen to it a second or a third time because it's super valuable stuff. And once you actually get into the Facebook ads manager and go copy your pixel code and go create your custom audience, you'll get it. Okay. And there's a a million YouTube videos and, and articles that can help you do it. So if it's confusing, don't let it be. Okay. It, it will be simple. You just have to learn by doing, you have to see it work for yourself, but now you have a good understanding of what you can do with the Facebook pixel and why it's so important. Now we're going to have the show notes up on our website, massiveagentpodcast.com with a summary of this. We'll have links to all the products and services that we mentioned and, and links to Jason Fraser himself, how you can connect with him online and on social media. All right now let's get into the massive Q and a and this once again, this stupid soundbite, it's time for the massive Q&A. Yep, yep, okay. I'm over that. And what's weird is I fully control the editing of the show, but I continue to put it in even though it irritates the crap out of me. So what does that say about me? Hmm. I don't know. So maybe on episode 14, you won't hear that stupid soundbite. Maybe you'll hear a different one. I don't know. Anyways, Giuseppe Batista in Bloomingdale, Illinois, he asks a great question. And I feel like so many of us are afraid to ask this question or they're worried about discussing commission because it's an antitrust violation, right? No, it's not. You can discuss commission. Uh, you know, we're not going to discuss numbers to it. We're just going to discuss the fact that it exists. Giuseppe asks, how often have I reduced my commission to get the deal done? And what other options do I look at before I have to reduce if I reduce? 
Great question, Giuseppe. Okay. Now, right off the bat, I want to say everybody has a different viewpoint on this. Okay. And I get it. I'm going to tell you my opinion and my viewpoint. You may agree or disagree. You may do things differently. That's totally fine. But here's how I see it. I look at discounting, not as, you know, uh, me putting my foot down and, you know, the pride, like I never reduce. I have from time to time to get a deal done. The reason being is I look at it as a business decision. Okay. It's a, it's a cost of doing business. Sometimes you might have to throw in a thousand dollars or discount half a point or whatever to get a buyer and seller to come together. I look at it as a business decision because if I could give up a thousand dollars or $1,500 or whatever and, and have it work for everybody versus having to start all over from scratch, you know, maybe it's a low appraisal issue. And, and the seller's like, no, I'm not dropping my price. And the buyer says, well, I'm not raising mine. And, and there's a gap you have to make up, right? You know, maybe you and the, and the other agent on the other side come together and, and figure it out. Uh, you know, you don't have to, you could stand firm contractually. You, you have no obligation to, to give up your commission, but I just look at it as a business decision. You know, if I don't give a discount, if I don't pitch in, if I don't do X, Y, or Z, what will happen? What are the consequences of me putting my foot down? And, and I, you know, I, and I'm not really talking about discounting right from the get-go because I don't really do that. Now, a friend or a family member, maybe I'll kick them half a point, whatever, um, just to be nice. But discounting from the get is not something that I do because the value that I bring, especially with the marketing, is not something they're going to find anywhere else. So I stick pretty firm with that. I just have to do a damn good job of proving what I'm worth. Okay, so so that's on me. Um, but then discounting later on really is what I'm talking about. If there's a low appraisal or if an offer comes in on a listing that's been sitting on the market for four months and you're just so happy to get an offer, but they're a few thousand dollars away. The way I look at that is, look, if you don't get that offer to come together, if you're the listing agent and the offer doesn't come together, and the deal doesn't happen, what happens or what doesn't happen? Okay. If is the house going to sit on the market for another three months, are you going to have to dump another 800 bucks, a thousand bucks, 4,000 bucks into marketing, you know? And so I look at those things and I was like, does it make more financial sense to just give up a little bit now and to get it done quicker, get paid, getting, getting paid 90% of what I would have is better than getting nothing or getting a hundred percent of a much lower price six months down the road, right? So look at it as a business decision. That's my opinion. That's how I look at it. Now, other options you can look at to get a deal to come together. um, Now, this isn't from the get-go, of course. This is just to make a deal happen between a buyer and a seller. Maybe can, if the buyer's asking for $7,000 in closing costs, let's find out, do they really need 7,000 or could they get away with 5,500 in closing costs paid? And, you know, so talk to their lender. If you're the listing agent, talk to the lender, find out how much they actually need, and then just ask questions of the other side. Find out what the motivations are of the other side. And you know it's hard to give specific examples, but you just have to think creatively um, because if maybe there's something, if you're the listing agent and, and the buyer will not bring their offer up to meet what your seller needs, maybe there's other things other than just the price that would make the buyer happy. Here's something that you can do. So maybe it would be very convenient for the seller if they were given 90 days to close. 
right? Which sounds insane. I, I know in the commercial world, that's pretty normal, but maybe the seller wants three months before they have to close. They just want to get it under contract and then they can go out and find another house. So, so the seller would see value in having a longer closing period than you know the, the normal 30 days. So if the buyer, maybe they don't bring the price up to what the seller wants, but they're willing to give that 90 days to close, the seller might say, oh, well, yeah, we'll accept a little bit less money to make that happen because that's so much better for us. That gives us time to go find a house and to move and do you know whatever they need to do. So you just have to find out what's most important to the seller and to the buyer. Uh, maybe there's like a, a play set at the house that wasn't included in the listing, but you could offer that to the buyer to get them to pay more money. You know, you just have to think creatively. Maybe it's including a hot tub that wasn't. It all comes down to understanding the needs and the motivations of everybody involved in the transaction and then think of how you can bring it together. Explore those things first before discounting. And most of the time that works. It just depends on what the numbers are and how far apart you are and everything like that. And if, you know, if you got an appraisal that's $40,000 less, that's a problem. You know, that there's something you're going to have some issues. There's all sorts of things you might have to do there, but, um, but just get creative and ask questions and find out the motivation and what's important to the other side. That's it. Cool. I think this was an amazing show today, guys. I absolutely jam-packed that Facebook pixel, get it installed on your website. And if you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast, go to the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page and message us. I have the mess. I have our bot set up, our chat bot set up to, uh, so that you can submit a question for the massive Q and a. So if you have a question you want me to answer, go ahead and go over to our Facebook page, message it. It opens up the bot, follow the prompts. Okay. And, and that's how we can get your question answered on the show. Before I wrap it up, just wanted to real quick, let you know, the massive agent society is launching April 1st. We talked a lot about that on the last episode, episode number 12. But if you want more information, if this is the first episode you're hearing about this, Go to our, our brand new website, which is up and running now, MassiveAgentSociety.com. Okay, we have our podcast website, which is separate. Then for the society, MassiveAgentSociety.com, it's going to have the information you need. And because you're hearing this before April 1st when we launch, uh, get on the list. You'll get early access to reserve your market because only one agent or loan officer is allowed per market. So getting on that list and getting first access is huge. It's a huge advantage, especially if you're in a bigger market. Thanks so much for listening, guys. This has been an amazing podcast today. Go out there and sell a crap load of homes. Have a good one.